Continue with the operation. You may fire when ready. Welcome to episode 7 of Fire When Ready. I'm your host, Alex Corey, and on this podcast, I talk about my thoughts on all things geeky, being the world of movies, TV, comics, because we're in the end game now. Indeed, we are, because in about four months, we will finally get Avengers 4, which is now titled Avengers Endgame. Just like Doctor Strange said, his last words for the decimation happened, as what it's called now uh instead of dusting <laughs> um yeah that's what happened to half the universe if you haven't seen avengers infinity war if you haven't already what is wrong with you uh yes if you haven't sorry um yeah you probably should have seen it by now for podcasts like this but anyways um this this episode's gonna be a lot of fun because what a time to be a fan of entertainment geek culture superheroes fantasy sci-fi comic books the works it's such a great time to be alive, to be a fan of all this stuff, and with something like Avengers Endgame coming out, and with something like Infinity War, it just proves to show that we're in good hands. Um, we have quality entertainment in this day and age, and how something so good as Infinity War, something that might be even better with Avengers Endgame is coming out, it's just so so incredible. I mean, I could talk about all the amazing things um, that I've released so far, but that would be... <laughs> But that would be like an, an episode on its own. Um, but yeah, there's just so much to enjoy now, so much to look forward to. And so for this episode, um, it just I just want to talk about all the things, all the movies that people can enjoy, um, all the movies and shows people can enjoy before Avengers 4 comes out. Because, or Avengers Endgame now. I don't have to say Avengers 4 anymore. How about that? Um... So, there's just so much to enjoy, um, so little time, but, um, yeah, so, it, uh, actually, by the time I, uh, yeah, by the time it was recorded, I mean, I said the title already, but yeah, the teaser came out, and boy, was it, it looks just utterly incredible, I love the tone that's set up there, I love that there's a lot of mystery, it didn't show too much of the plot, and, yeah, that, and didn't show too many big moments in that, I even saw someone said on Twitter that, like, it didn't show you a lot of action. It didn't show an explosion or something. It just it was just about the characters, and that's why we love this, these movies so much. That's why we love these properties. That's why we love Marvel, maybe DC, depending on who you are. I know I like DC personally. I'm sorry, other people who don't agree with me, but that's that's how I feel. That's I'm real about that. But <laughs> yeah, but yeah, just so much to to enjoy there. So much to you know just soak into that universe. But yeah, uh, yeah, Avengers Endgame is kind of a ways out, um, and yeah, with Infinity War coming out, and, you know, just the fact that even though Infinity War was a fulfilling experience, it did leave you wanting more, not because, um, it ended on, I wouldn't say it ended on a cliffhanger, it ended in a way where, um, it felt like the story was complete, Thanos one and that's how it ended but just seeing the next part to that is really going to be something special um 
and maybe like in the fan art you'll see a beheading of Thanos. I don't know. I don't know. I don't work at Marvel. I have no idea what's going on. I I, I love the mystery here. Let's just keep it that way. But um, with the anticipation of Avengers Endgame coming out, which is the episode you're listening to, this is what I kind of want to do with this episode. I kind of wanted to talk about uh, just the films and shows you can enjoy while waiting for Avengers 4. And there is definitely a lot out there to choose from and a, a, a lot that I was able to enjoy and there's and, and the amount of shows and movies that are still around that I can still enjoy before the movie comes out in about four more months is incredible. Just so good. Love being a fan of this stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I just wanted to break down the shows and the movies that I've been enjoying that I can't wait to enjoy before Avengers Endgame comes out on April 26, 2019. And I'm not going to just limit it to Marvel stuff. There, Most of these things you're going to hear are DC uh, entertainment stuff. And you know what? That That's fine because, like, in the end, it doesn't matter which is better, DC or Marvel. I just love superheroes. I love my comic books. And, you know, I'm, I just want to keep it that way. Um, you know, it, 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 let, let's let let's let's have there be some harmony here. I love superheroes, and DC and Marvel can produce great entertainment in their own ways. And yes, so here are the here are here are the shows and movies I've been enjoying to fill the void till Avengers Endgame. So first off, I want to talk about the shows here that I've been watching, and I'll later on get into the shows that I do want to watch. And am I going to watch all these shows before Avengers and Endgame? No, I don't have all the time in the world. I have a job and, um, you know, tons of other stuff to, to, that's um, a little more important. Um, you know, I mean, you, you know, you, you can't take this stuff too seriously. In the end, it's just fun. It's just for fun. It's just entertainment. Um, but yes, uh, there's definitely other serious matters out there. And um, But yeah, this is just stuff to enjoy in the downtime and... The stuff I was I've been able to enjoy um, in my leisure and yeah, so yeah. To start things off. Um, I just wanted to talk about the shows that I have seen already, um, and the first uh, show on the list is actually a Marvel show, and one that I was not expecting to like. Um, I saw that I saw the channel that it was going to be on, and I immediately thought, uh, "It's going to be another one of those shows, isn't it?" Uh, and turns out I was dead wrong and i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it and that was uh, marvel's cloak and dagger um look it, it's it's a teen drama i do realize that it's on freeform network um and it, they are based on a couple of marvel characters i haven't read the the original source material that the show is based on um or the whatever iteration it was and i do want to read uh, what it was based on eventually um but yeah so it's a teen drama but Surprisingly had mature aspects in there that I was not expecting and it was quite a gripping story And that's why I really really liked the show and um, it was also something about the just the bond between the main characters literally cloak and dagger um, Yeah, kind of had this um, you know, it, it wasn't really a so much as a, um, a Like a like a like a romantic um, uh, Bond but you know what if, if it does get to that point, I don't really know how it is in the comics, so, um, if it does get to that point, whatever, but I, I kind of see it, I kind of saw it as being more of a, uh, like a, like a friendship, or, or a brother and sister relationship, and, 
yeah, it, it was it was really well done, really well handled. Uh, love the performances in there. Um, I can't remember the cast members' names right now. Um, fine, I'll do a Google. I'm very professional here. Um, but yeah, it was a really well done show. Not one I was expecting to like, and actually had um some good conflict in there that like I, I well yeah it had a it had great build up to the um to uh to the this larger than life event that was happening like there there was some kind of hints as to what was going to happen um peppered through the season and I really appreciated that it's about 10 episodes and um so if you haven't seen it already it's the whole se- the whole season is uh up on Hulu I think is it I don't know do 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 uh, yeah, if you have a Hulu subscription, you can watch all 10 episodes right now, or if you or you can use the Freeform app, whatever. Yeah, just totally check it out. It's definitely worth your time. Um, and, uh, yeah, so the actor, the, the lead actors, uh, Olivia Holtz and Aubrey Joseph, great, great job. Uh, they did a phenomenal job in, 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 as, as these characters. So, yeah, check out Cloak & Dagger. Highly recommend it. Um, so another uh, slew of shows that... Uh, you know what? These shows I just been putting off, and I knew I would like them. I knew I would have the time of my life watching them. I just did not have the time, or I just didn't feel like watching these shows. But then I heard Daredevil season three was coming back, and I love Daredevil. I love me some Daredevil. Um, I love the first two seasons so so much. Um, it's probably arguably the best superhero show, or one of the best. Um, you know, can't make that bold statement on the internet, I guess, but. Um, so yeah, I, I did, I definitely wanted to watch the Netflix shows, the other shows that were in the same continuity as Daredevil that are arguably in, or no, they're not arguably, but they are in, they are integrated into the MCU as we know it. Um, so the Netflix shows, uh, uh, being Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and The Defenders. And what I love so much about all these shows is that they all felt different in their own way. Jessica Jones was basically the film noir. Um, definitely a great crime show in that capacity. Luke Cage was a crime show also, but like kind of had, uh, stylistic choices, uh, being like a black exploitation film from the seventies. And then Iron Fist was the martial arts show, which I actually, which it's the first season I actually found quite underrated. I know a lot of people didn't like it and that's okay. Um, but yeah, I watched the seasons one, the season ones of all these shows, um, and yeah, I quite liked them very much so. And then I watched Defenders, which was only a limited series, but still, um, this also felt like the case where, um, you know, the, the season ones of Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and Iron Fist were building up to the Defenders, much like how uh, Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, and Thor were building up to the first Avengers movie. And so, um, yeah, the Defenders it was basically Avengers as a show, but... I also it also kind of seemed like when they were flip flopping, um, uh, when they were flip flopping to the different characters in the show, they all felt like their own tones. It it sort of reminded me of seeing um, Avengers: Infinity War the first time, where it was like having a battle in the streets and then cutting over to the Guardians in outer space, and that feeling like a Guardians movie. So having like this, the um, heroes like in the city. You know, just having that grounded um, superhero-looking movie like the first Avengers movie and then going into space and having it be like a Thor movie or a Guardians movie, but having it, in the end, you know, having the roots of being a fantasy film. But, um, yeah, it, it kind of felt like the same way. Like, when we were flip-flopping to the different characters and Defenders, it was like 
seeing different tones of different shows, but then all like culminating into like a crime slash martial martial arts kind of show. And I really dug it. I, I really, really loved Defenders. I, I loved how they pulled it off. Seeing And it's always exciting to see, like, different interactions between um, different characters, uh, you know, that, that this time around. And, yeah, it, it was it was really well done. And I, I didn't expect it um, to end the way it did for it led into um, or would eventually lead into De- Daredevil Season 3. And you know what we get? We get, we got to talk about it. I mean, I'm not going to dwell on it too long, but yes, the cancellation of this show. I mean, it's a discussion in it of itself, and I'm not going to go too much into it. But yeah, it does suck that um, we won't be able to see we won't be able to see it continue in, in in this form on Netflix. And you know, hopefully, they're going to bring everything to the Disney, to the Disney streaming service, Disney Plus. I really hope that's the case. But if not, Damn, it's really really had a good run, and I'm so glad I was able to experience Daredevil in this way. And you know, I still have I still have tons of Daredevil comics to read, but you know, as a show, it really stinks that they're not going to be able to continue the story. And hopefully, you know, they they find another way, um, and maybe incorporating Daredevil into the MCU. I mean, who knows? I mean, there's Kingpin being the villain of Spider-Man, so maybe a Daredevil uh, Spider-Man team up in the future. Yes, please, I want to see that. Um, but yeah, as for Daredevil season three, I started it. I'm like, I got three and <laughs> three quarters into the three, th- like, uh, three episodes and like, uh, three quarters into episode four. I was trying to watch episode four of the show, of the, of the season one night and I just got too tired and ended up finishing it. Um, but yeah, I, I am going to finish that season because I am really digging what I'm seeing so far. Um, didn't expect it to be as connected to Defenders as, as I thought it would. So I'm really glad I, I um got caught up and watched defenders um in order to watch uh, daredevil season three and yeah I'm, I'm definitely gonna watch that um and enjoy it and yeah so once i finish daredevil season three i'm definitely gonna watch uh the season twos of jessica jones luke cage and iron fist and luke cage and iron fist i know are canceled i had another episode about that and that sucks um but yeah i'm, I'm, I'm definitely i definitely am able to enjoy those shows for now and you know jessica jones season three is coming out and that's really rad um but yeah Got the Netflix shows, really enjoyed those, and yeah, cool stuff. Alright, um, we're going to get into some DC stuff that I've been enjoying, and yeah, uh, <laughs> sorry if uh, you, you love Marvel more than DC, but I, I love them both equally now, I'd say. Well, maybe Marvel I like a little more just by a hair, but hey, DC is has been killing it for me lately. I'm not talking just movies, but I'm also talking about TV, because um, the show that I'm actually going to be bringing up, the next couple, next few shows actually are... Um, animation so yeah one of the one of the DC shows um, that I started watching that actually I'm all caught up now because there are rumors that there's gonna be a season six and I'm dying to see it (laughs) hopefully because there's gonna be a big crossover that comes out in 2019 and the show I'm gonna be talking about is the original Teen Titans now look you have that same bond amongst the team that you see in the Avengers movies um, amongst Robin Starfire Raven, Beast Boy, and Cyborg. You have that same bond, and but the way I, the, the way the, the the show reminded me of the Avengers, and maybe it's because it's just another superhero show that has big crazy events that you, um, that you'll see like in a long long term series or in or in the comic books, um, but the way like the the, the certain events build, 
like um, you know how they depicted uh, Judas Contract and the Terror of Trigon, or or season five focusing on the Brotherhood of Evil. It just to me it felt very reminiscent um, to watching um, the Marvel movies, um, the way the way the Marvel films built up to Infinity War, built up to that conflict, and then seeing that build up to Thanos. It really it definitely reminded me of seeing that, but like in its own but like in its own way. And yeah, it was, it was basically like seeing. Um, the Avengers as a show, and but it was it was able to be different enough, you know, with a different, with all the different characters and like the different world that it set up, and yeah, I was just able to really enjoy it. Gosh, I love this show. I love Teen Titans and everything in it, just the lore and just everything. <laughs> uh, check out Teen Titans if you haven't already. Uh, it's streaming on DC Universe, just like the next show I'll be bringing up, which is. Look, it's probably the king of all the animated superhero shows, and I'll just leave it at that. Um, it was released in the 90s, and that is Batman the Animated Series. Stunningly an stunningly animated, uh, beautiful film noir aesthetic and animation form, and perfect voice cast. Um, the storytelling in every episode is just flawless, and the episodes I've seen so far in the first season, and sad to say... Um, I, this was not a show I grew up with. I was not I never really experienced this show in my childhood before, but I'm glad I'm experiencing it now as an adult, and I can appreciate the storytelling um, a lot more and just the the artistry that goes into it. Love, love, love the show. And it's, it's cool that I have a lot, um, that, that there's a whole lot of episodes that I can enjoy. Um, and yeah, the Batman the Animated Series, if you haven't seen any of the, if you haven't seen any of that show so far, you are missing out, seek it out, um, yes, both Teen Titans and Batman the Animated Series are streaming on DC Universe, as well as a couple of other shows I'm going to bring up, um, but yeah, the next animated show that actually just started was, um, Young Justice for the next, uh, season will premiere, Young Justice Outsiders as it's called. Um, it's going to premiere in January, in the, uh, but yeah, the, the I've only watched the first few episodes so far, and needless to say, they've been a lot of fun. I love seeing the back and forth between the team members and the different pair personalities of each character. Um, yeah, I, I just love, I love how in these shows and movies that um, they don't all feel the same and like have the same cookie cutter type uh, characters in like, in like a team uh, like in that team dynamic like we're, we're able to see like um different characters with different interactions and in all these and all these sorts of shows and movies and yeah i really i love like teen uh, young young justice seems like um it, it's gonna be uh it, fun in that capacity um and yeah like having kind of the the hot shot of <laughs> Um, the hotshot of team members like Kid Flash and Robin, um, but then kind of having a more wise character like Aqualad, and yeah, and then the mysterious type Superboy, and yeah, and then, then the quirky girl Miss Martian. But yeah, it's 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 great. I, I love what I love what they're doing with it so far, and I can't wait to see what it leads into eventually. And yeah, I still have a, I still have a season to finish. I still have season two, and then I'm gonna be able to enjoy season three. How awesome is that? Um, but yeah, check out Young Justice, Stream and DC Universe, as well as the last show I'm going to talk about um, that I've been watching, and I'm really, really digging it. I know a lot of people weren't a big fan of it, and they weren't sold on the trailer. I happen to be one of those people sold on the trailer, and that is Titans. Yes, um, so I'm really digging 
I'm really digging to see how the team dynamic will eventually build. Uh, I love the darker tone they have in place, and how more of that fantasy element will be incorporated. We seem we're seeing little teases of it, seeing seeing hints of it. I mean, of course that you know that'll have to do with Raven and Starfire, as as we'll see um, as the as the season progresses. But yes, I'm all I'm all caught up. Well, technically no, because uh, episode as I'm recording this episode nine just premiered, and I haven't watched it yet. And it's a Hawk and Dove origin story, and I, I can't wait to see that because I loved their introduction at episode two. Oh man, yeah, I, I, I love the R-rated world that they set up, I love that it's a darker take um, that that we aren't used to seeing, and I know some people don't like that it's, you know, that it's not as fun, and it, you know what, it actually does have some um, some uh, fun moments in it, some lighthearted moments and, um, and humor sprinkled throughout, but yeah, I love the darker take, and like that's kind of a more uh, realistic and human um, outlook on the on the, the, the different team members and yeah I, I'm sold I, I, I can't wait to see how this um, um, series ends or season ends and you know that'll eventually lead into other episodes and, and the, the introduction to Doom Patrol amazing can't wait to see that show in the future too all right th- so those are the shows I've been watching and as for the shows that I want to watch. Oh, and by the way, uh, every every show or movie that I recommend on here, maybe these are shows that you want to watch uh, and enjoy before you see Avengers Endgame. Yeah, te- definitely check all this stuff out that I mentioned, um, being shows that I've watched, being shows or movies that I've watched, or the shows that I might watch down the line. Yeah, definitely check all this stuff out. Enjoy it, please. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, as if I'm the other, um, as if I'm like in the authority telling you what to watch and what not to watch you know take it what you will enjoy what you want to enjoy that's the thing all right um so so i'm just this is just gonna be really rapid fire these are just a list of shows that i want to watch um uh definitely down the line and yeah some that's kind of mixed in with live action and animation um so yeah uh first show on the list krypton i heard a lot of phenomenal things it's on the sci-fi network definitely want to check it out i love i love me some sci-fi fantasy like melded into one and i love the sci-fi fantasy element that's in the uh that's in the superman lore really good stuff uh can't wait to check that show out heard great things um the punisher i could have talked about this when i talked about the netflix chef but but um chef stuff (laughs) i could have talked about this when i was talking about netflix stuff and yeah um i loved how I, i i I didn't really know too much about the, the Punisher character before I saw Daredevil Season 2, um, but after I saw that season, really sold on the character, really loved what they did with did with him, and I love the the backstory and everything. Such a great, rich character, and I can't wait to see... Um, I can't wait to see how they how they pull him off in the season one of the show. I haven't seen it yet, and it's all available on Netflix, and I know, and I know season two is coming out uh, next year, 2019, so yeah, can't wait to see more. Okay, and the next uh, choices on the list are all going to be animated, actually. Um, so yeah, so I was talking up to Batman the animated series, but I definitely wanted. To, but yes, uh, yeah, it, these next few shows you're probably going to be shocked that I haven't seen them yet. But hey, this is just going to be more stuff for me to enjoy, and I'm glad I can experience them now. You know, um, as an adult, even if some people watch these as kids. But I can I can appreciate them as an adult and like you know, appreciate the storytelling and the and the artistry that goes into it. Um, so yes, that there's that. Uh, but the next shows are Superman the animated series. Big fan of the character. Want to see this show? Love DC animation. Justice League. Want to see that? 
uh, group dynamic and animation form. Haven't yet experienced it. I've seen a couple of the movies, which I'll get into. Um, but yeah, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, which is basically continuing off Justice League. Gotta watch that. Batman Beyond, you know, futuristic Batman. Gotta love it. I actually remember watching some episodes when I was really, really young, like a toddler. Probably shouldn't have been watching them at the time, but hey, whatever. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, gotta watch that. Um, and I love Batman the Animated Series, and I just love Batman as a character, but seeing kind of this Batman the next generation it really fascinates me, and yeah, and to see them, hey, maybe down the line they'll make like a live-action uh, Batman Beyond movie, you know, like, I heard it's basically Blade Runner meets Batman, that's enough to sell me, let's, yeah, I gotta check it out, um, okay, uh, next show on the list, um, Static Shock, which I actually did start, I watched the first couple episodes, and I've really liked what I've seen so far, um, basically just a fun 90s superhero show, and if that uh, has pretty decent writing, pretty decently written characters so far, um, and yeah, I just can't wait to see what they'll do, and I, and I know it's uh, in the same continuity as the Justice League show, so that's that's really cool. Uh, yeah, gonna watch that. These next few choices, um, probably gonna be surprise some people, because it's not actually under the Marvel and DC label, although they, there were Marvel comics published for this property but yeah um i figured it wouldn't i, I don't want to limit it too too much so yeah these next few shows um so the next few shows are transformers uh so yeah i have the original the transformers from the 80s just fun just 80s fun 80s fun that's all it is it doesn't have it's not really the most perfect uh well-written show i actually rewatched them the first uh, i did watch the pilot a while back like three-part pilot more than meets the eye and i you know, and I rewatched the first episode again recently, and you know, I, it, it might it might be stupid, it might be silly, there might be some goofy lines here and there, but hey, it's just the robots in disguise and just all of its glory. It's just it's just fun. It's just enjoyable, you know. Um, and yeah, so uh, yeah, we have that. I have that to enjoy. I have Transformers Prime, which is um CG animated show. I heard it like has a really good um. Uh, conflict there, and yeah, that probably, I did remember watching the five-part pilot of that a while back, I want to see, I just want to see if it holds up, and um, yeah, I heard the designs are more in line with the Michael Bay movies, and you know, that's totally fine, and yeah, I don't mind that so much, but yeah, I heard the Transformers themselves actually have um, something to them, which is what the Bay movies have been lacking, and yeah, that's, that's always important. Um, next show up is Transformers Combiner Wars, don't know what it's about, just saw it was on Amazon Prime and added it to my list. There you go. <laughs> Alright, um, and that concludes uh, for shows, and uh, so for movies, um, yeah, there's actually a, quite a few to talk about. Um, not a whole lot, but hey, there you go. Uh, but yes, um, uh, these next few movies are just the movies that I, the, the superhero comic book movies that I've been able to enjoy uh, before Avengers 4, or Avengers Endgame, I keep saying Avengers 4, it's Avengers Endgame, it's just, it's great that we have a title now, finally, right? I'm just so used to calling it Avengers 4 at this point, because we just haven't had a title for so long, and the movie's four months out, but yeah, crazy stuff, um, but yeah, uh, the list, the movies I've been enjoying, um, before, these hold me over till Avengers 4, so shortly after Avengers Infinity War came out, a couple weeks after, uh, we were able to get another great comic book movie in there, and that is Deadpool 2, and what I really loved so much about Deadpool 2 was that it developed an emotional core for Wade Wilson as the Merc with the Mouth. You know, it wasn't, he's not just the, you know, the quippy guy. There was actually, 
um, a little more to him, and like I, I really liked what they was, he established um, with uh, with uh, that the the character uh, with Fire Fist the, the Russell. I really liked um, what what the the story entailed there, and yeah, I just I appreciated what the, what the what the movie was going for. It had a better it definitely had a better story than the first one. I felt even though the story in the first one was still great, um, but yeah, I, I liked what it was. I, I really appreciated what was going for there, and even though there were some really great laughs in there, I mean, that whole scene with the X-Force, oh my gosh, that hits so hard, and it is so freaking funny. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's that's basically all I can say there. Um, but yeah, inc incredible heart that I wasn't expecting, and yeah, I, I liked that. I, I actually did actually, I did actually like that there was um, more uh, dramatic uh, dramatic elements there that I that I just you know I wasn't expecting and I appreciate the film for doing that. Um, yeah. So the next movie is uh, Incredibles two, uh, movie we've been waiting for for so long, <laughs> and it finally it's finally out. And the family dynamic is still rich like in the first film. Same lovable characters and just gorgeous computer animation. Um, yeah, maybe not a superhero property that's been pre-established, but kind of borrowing and cherry picking from other uh, comic book properties. Uh, as we saw in Incredibles and Incredibles 2. But, um, yeah, so just just a fun take on superheroes, superhero genre, but, but just the way, like, the, the, the movie is just um, constructed, it, d it definitely felt like it was infused... Like, I even got that vibe in the first movie that it, it felt like it infused um, just fantastic uh, espionage elements. Like, it, d it definitely felt feels like you're watching, like, James Bond type action scenes um, in these movies, and yeah, really appreciate the way uh, Brad Bird directed that film there. Um, next movie is uh, Teen Titans Go to the Movies, um, and which actually made me, since I wasn't really a Teen Titans fan at the time, I just uh, happened to go with a couple friends of mine, um, and those friends who might be listening, you know who you are, um, but yeah, I just... it didn't really know what to expect seeing this movie i thought it would just maybe be average and maybe a bit too childish for me um yeah judging by the trailer you know making the fart jokes and oh that's funny and kids like that but um yeah and while it was maybe in a couple of scenes i could probably could have done without those um it was, it was a lot of fun i really enjoyed myself watching this movie and um yeah and while it poked fun at certain uh conventions and superhero movies it was um also just still it also still maintained on being its own thing and like just having fun with it just being a fun and funny movie and yeah i actually quite enjoyed it i think it actually adds if you're a fan of uh this of superheroes and and more importantly dc property um if you see this movie if you just kind of go in and you're i don't know expecting greatness um <laughs> you're probably gonna be disappointed but if you go in as a fan of this of every of this stuff i think you'll enjoy yourself i i know i enjoyed myself cool um <laughs> cool, cool cool um so yeah the so the next couple movies are actually fixed within the dc animated universe and um i kind of watch these out of order but it doesn't really matter because um yeah it's they seem kind of standalone and you can still enjoy them if you know the characters that are in them um so this next movie is actually um one i wanted to see before aquaman um, and that is uh, 
uh, Justice League Throne of Atlantis. I wanted to see it before Aquaman to kind of get a feel of the Throne of Atlantis uh, storyline. And actually, before I watched the animated film, and I, and I especially wanted to read this before I saw the Aquaman movie, not let alone the animated movie, um, I wanted to read the, the, the original Jeff Johns uh, storyline um, in the Aquaman New 52 run. And, uh, yeah, I thought the storyline itself is incredible. The way it raises the stakes, it was just really just next level. I, I loved, love, love the storyline. And it's def it definitely has a replay value, I feel. And, yeah, I, I loved the storyline. I was, I was interested to see how they depict an animation form. Um, and, yeah, it translates well to animation. The conflict still feels important. Um, there's some riveting tension and action between, especially between uh, Arthur and, and uh, Orm. Um, yeah, I, I really liked how they depicted that in the animation form. I, can, I think I might have preferred the, preferred the comic a little more because there's a little something that happens in the in the story that I just was that really knocked my socks off. Didn't see it coming at all, and I, I was I really appreciated it for going that way. And it, it's not really it's it's not in the animated movie at all. And I'm guessing they're gonna use that in the in the Aquaman, the new Aquaman movie. Um, but yeah, uh, I I still thought it was really good. Really liked um, the team dynamic amongst amongst the Justice League. Yeah, it was it was great. It was it was really good. Um, and um, the last animated movie I want to talk about that I've seen is um, the Death of Superman. Now I think this, and, and before I read this, I actually uh, before I watched this, I actually read um, the original Death Death of Superman storyline storyline on top of a funeral for a friend, and yeah, before, I, well, I I actually didn't finish Funeral for a Friend before, I did read the Death of Superman storyline, but I didn't finish Funeral for a Friend before I watched um, uh, Superman Doomsday, um, which is you know it's basically an adaptation of. Uh, um, uh, Death of Superman, Funeral for a Friend, Reign of Superman, and uh, Return of Superman, and all that good stuff. Um, but uh, but uh, but it seems like with these new animated movies, it seemed like they were trying to have like kind of um, longer adaptations of these um, of these storylines. Because I know it's going to be Death of Superman, because they did Death of Superman, and then next year they're going to release Reign of Superman, which I'm actually really excited to see how they'll pull off. Pull, pull off. Um, and I'm, I'm not, it's definitely going to be a storyline I'll read. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Death of Superman, I thought had my, even though I really enjoyed the, um, the original comic, um, I thought that the interpretation of Doomsday this time around, um, it is, it's actually my favorite interpretation of Doomsday. He felt like of, he really, you really truly saw him be such a menace, such a violent menace to society um and just the, the all that um the, the the destruction he caused you just you couldn't believe it and it just went places that i was not expecting and yeah and then and, and especially to see like the characters that are involved in doomsday's conflict you just really felt for the characters you're just like oh no and even though like maybe you're like oh they'll be fine it's just still like oof that that that's brutal um yeah but I really, I really liked to, I really liked how they pulled off that villain in, in that movie, and yeah, so, and, and the ending, I will say, uh, left me quite misty-eyed, I'm not gonna lie, uh, it was beautifully well done, I really liked how they handled that, um, especially, um, after reading, uh, 
the, the original storylines, um, the original source material. Um, yeah, it was just, they, they pulled it off well, and I'm, I'm glad I got to see, and I'm glad, uh, that they were able to, um, to honor that original story, and, and do it well, and make it stand on its own. So yeah, appreciate it there. Yeah, check out Death of Superman. Um, by the way, Throne of Atlantis and Death of Superman are both streaming on DC Universe. Uh, Deadpool 2, Incredibles 2, Teen Titans go to the movies, check them out, and if you haven't already, I'm sure, uh, fans listening to this podcast hopefully have, <laughs> uh, especially Incredibles 2, I mean, we've been waiting for that for so long, um, but yeah, alright, so, um, I'm actually gonna go through these next ones, Rapid Fire, um, and to kind of end the show here, um, but yes, so the next shows, um, or movies, I wanna say, um, that I hope to enjoy, uh, um, in the future, and hopefully maybe before Avengers 4, who, or Avengers, there, there again, uh, there we go again, um, that, so the movies that I hope to enjoy, um, uh, before Avengers Endgame are Once Upon a Deadpool, which is a PC-13 rated cut of Deadpool 2, didn't see that coming, I, I understand Fox needed the money at this point, you know, pushing Dark Phoenix, and then pushing Alita Battle Angel into 2019, like, that's insane, but, and they needed something out, and whatever. I'm, I'm sure it'll have fun with being an edited version of, P, of PG-13 Deadpool. I'm sure um, the, 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 the the writers poked fun at it in some way. I'm, I'm sure Ryan, and Ryan Reynolds had a hand in it. So yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. Um, yes, and then so then and then after that, which is a movie I'm so excited to see. Like the animation looks next level never seen anything like it before and yeah i can't wait to see how it's pulled out in like a feature film uh spider-man into the spider-verse give it to me i'm so excited i'm sold i just i need it i need it now (laughs) um yeah just just another corner of the marvel universe that i just never i'm excited to experience and you know and multiple marvel universes actually for that matter seeing how It'll bring together all the different um, spider people, if you will. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see how they how that's pulled off. Um, I already mentioned this ne- this next movie. I actually already mentioned when I talked about Throne of Atlantis, Aquaman. Just another great uh, fantasy epic underwater. Yeah, just bring it on. I'm excited. I love the Aquaman character, and, and I love how they how he he's been depicted in the movie so far. I really liked him in Justice League. I think Jason Momoa was just fabulous. Yeah, bring it on. Uh, so this next movie, uh, I actually, actually um, considering I mentioned the Transformer series so far, um, Bumblebee. Uh, listen, I, I mean, you wouldn't think this movie would be any good because of the reputation of the Transformers film so far. Um, but yeah, this uh, what, what we've been seeing in the trailers looks just utterly different and... Uh, more emotional i'd say um and it actually seems like there's actually a a solid bond between the human and the transformer this time around that we didn't get in the first even the first movie like i just i really didn't get that at all in in those previous films i'm sorry for those who like those movies and i just didn't do anything for me but i like that this time around we have uh something that's uh different in that capacity and and that there's actually going to be a focus on the transformers themselves and that's and that's going back to its roots of the original uh generation one transformers like the transformers we all know and love basically and it's gonna 
truly honor that and maybe be a soft reboot of the franchise and maybe one that we need. And with Travis Knight directing it, who directed a great film in Kubo and the Two Strings, and who's a fan of the Transformers, which is actually a big deal too. So, yeah, can't wait to see how they pull off Bumblebee. Uh, these next few movies that um, are actually, so most of these are actually streaming on DC Universe. Um, so, uh, got uh, Gotham by Gaslight. Uh, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm down with seeing a Victorian era uh, Batman movie. Um, yes, Batman Mask of the Phantasm coming off the Batman the Animated Series. I uh, haven't seen it. Can't wait to watch it. Uh, so, uh, Justice League versus the Teen Titans. Um, yeah, just want to see how they pull that one off. Uh, Justice League, The New Frontier, which is based on one of the most famous uh, Justice League graphic novels of all time. And I heard actually a good uh, uh, one of the good, uh, best uh, DC books to start reading if you're just getting into comics. I haven't read it yet, but I want to. Uh, Batman Gotham Knight, which is actually um, supposed to be the... Uh, the um, sort Yeah, I guess it's, it takes place in between... Um, uh, Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. It's basically a sequel to The Batman Begins, but it's not strictly speaking canon. It was just kind of its own thing, but it's meant to fit in between the Nolan vs. Uh, Batman movies. Um, but yeah, it, they, it's one I've been wanting to see. I know it's like six different um, sections of the movie um, are by different directors, which is awesome. Kind of like um, how they did The Animatrix back in 2003. Um, yeah, really cool stuff. I can't wait to check that one out. Uh, Wonder Woman uh, 2009, I definitely want to see that. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, I'm all for Wonder Woman. That uh, movie directed by Patty Jenkins sold me. I love this character now. Um, didn't really know a lot about Wonder Woman then before I saw that movie. And um, yeah, I'm glad I'm a fan now. And a really great, strong female character. Yeah, I just want to see how it's pulled off in animation form. Um, yeah, a couple, and then last two, this one's actually streaming on, um, Hulu. Don't know why it's not, don't know why it's not on DC Universe at this point, but I just want to watch it because I'm a fan of Teen Titans now and that has Teen Titans Jews contract. I'll probably read the, I'm going to try to probably read the storyline before I see this movie, but I actually kind of saw how it was, how it might be pulled off, um, you know, in, in, if you've seen the Teen Titans show and the incorporation of uh, the character Tara. So, yeah, there's that. And then the last move, last but certainly not least, didn't think I'd end with talking about this movie, but it's actually a, I guess you could say it's maybe the TV pilot, um, this hour 20-minute hour twenty minute long uh, TV pilot that leads into the Disney XD show, and that is um, Marvel Rising Secret Warriors. Um, I know it has uh, the involvement of uh, Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, and uh, Squirrel Girl. And, you know, that's cool. It's cool to see, uh, diff again, it's cool to see different characters, different interactions, all that good stuff. Um, but, yeah, uh, just wanted to see it. Just looked like another fun Marvel property to enjoy. And I've been told uh, this uh, the 2015 Miss Marvel run is uh, a good uh, Marvel book to start with and one I want to eventually read at some point. Um, but, yeah, just more characters, more to the universe, more to the lore. That's all I want. All right, and uh, that concludes uh, my episode here. Um, thank you to those. Uh, thank you for tuning in to listen. Um, hopefully, you know. Hopefully, these are movies and shows that you enjoy before you see Avengers Endgame, or maybe these are stuff that you currently. Maybe this is stuff you've already already have seen, or or stuff that um, maybe you want to revisit. Who knows? Um, and 
yeah, it just I hope I hope this uh, list serves you well. And um, actually, um, if you want to talk about uh, the stuff you have been enjoying or stuff you want to enjoy, that's a superhero or comic book movie TV show property. Um, you know, leave them in the comments below. For sure, um, whatever uh, platform you're listening to, uh, probably YouTube. Yeah, if you if you're on YouTube listening, definitely drop comments there, and uh, yeah, have yourself a good time. Hopefully, um, all these uh, movies and shows uh, serve you well, and yeah, <laughs> that's all I gotta say about that, I guess. Um, so yeah, <laughs> wow, very professional, very very professional, but. Yeah, um, Avengers Endgame, it's coming very, very soon. I'm so excited. Let, let's see how this story concludes. And yeah, everybody just have yourselves a good time. Enjoy yourself. And yeah. Uh, so uh, if you haven't already, um, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Leave a five-star rating. Uh, if you're on YouTube, definitely subscribe. Leave a like to this video. And, you know, drop in the comments section below uh, some movies and shows that um, you plan on enjoying, or that you have been enjoying, uh, leading up to Avengers Endgame, they can be Marvel and DC, it doesn't have to be so, uh, narrow-minded, you don't have to talk just about Marvel, it's, uh, you know, it's all, it's all in good fun, um, but yes, uh, uh, and if, and on social media, you can follow me at Alex J. Corey on Twitter and Instagram, you can follow me on Facebook, at facebook.com slash thealexcorey, and that'll do it for me, guys, so, as always, well, I don't really have a catchphrase there, just uh, enjoy yourself. Take care.